Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. I'll pre record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Happy Friday afternoon. Welcome to the Friday edition of the Eagle Hour. Bob Getty and Kelly Sander. We're in the First Bank Studio here in Hattiesburg. Luke Johnson's in Laurel, the First Bank Studio there. We're glad you're with us today. Uh, Glad you're with us on a Friday afternoon, and uh, welcome to another edition of the Eagle Hour. All right, about uh, a little over... 24 hours away from the kickoff of Grambling State and Southern Miss. A lot of activities on the campus this weekend. We hope to be talking to you about that uh, here a little later. Adam Doliak is the main attraction in the pregame festivities. And Adam is going to be joining the Eagle Hour here very shortly. Also, we're going to check in with our friend Al Holder up in Brandon. A fascinating article uh, out just uh, last night about the the possibility, and we just say this, this is a speculative article, but we're just worth discussing the possibility of Southern Miss uh, headed to another football conference. We'll have all of that later in the show. Opening segment sponsored by Dickie's Barbecue Pit, proud supporters of the Eagle Hour, and uh, we're proud to say proud supporters of Southern Miss Athletics. And not too late to call Dickie's for a great weekend of barbecue here with the opening of football season. Uh, Dickie's is uh, anxious to serve you. The food is always delicious. And uh, we highly recommend Dickies. All right, Kelly and Luke, both here with me in the studio. All right, guys, uh, Luke, let's start with you. Uh, this is what a lot of fans wait for, opening weekend of home football here in Hattiesburg. Yeah, an opportunity for the Eagles to bounce back and really try to fine-tune some things uh, offensively. Defensively, uh, maybe can improve on one-on-one coverage, you know. But with Grambling, I mean, let's be honest. Uh, if if you struggle tomorrow, it's going to be a long season. So you got to come out and clean up that stuff and and get some confidence going into Troy. But yeah, an opportunity uh, for the Golden Eagle fans to come out and especially as we talk to Adam later on, how cool is it uh, that he'll be back on campus uh, on his alma mater and uh, getting us ready for the football game? And I think. Uh... To, to reiterate kind of what you said there, Luke, I, the, the players this week, I detect a, a real sense of, of confidence in that I think they understand that last Saturday was really an aberration, that they're, that they're not as, as bad as everybody you know, thinks they might be simply based on, on one performance. Uh, so I think, they'll, I think they bounce back well tomorrow. I think Grambling comes at a good time. No disrespect to the Grambling program at all, but I think even if Southern Miss does not play as well as it is capable of playing, I think they, they win that game tomorrow, which then sets the table for the Troy game the next week, which will be the pivotal one as a, more and more Sunbelt and Conference USA uh, teams are are battling each other, you know, during the regular season, for kind of conference bragging rights now. As conference begin to you know reshape and you know, news officially today that the four schools are headed to the Big Twelve are Houston, Cincinnati, Central Florida, and BYU. That the uh, the board of directors of the Big Twelve conference have unanimously approved. Uh, their membership submissions. So that obviously is going to start the dominoes uh, falling, 
you know, from, you know, from different other conferences where teams are going to want to line up in that spot. But Luke, tomorrow now, compared to what we saw at South Alabama, how would you expect the Eagles to be different uh, offensively and defensively, if at all, in the way that they, they come out and look tomorrow? I expect to see probably in the first quarter they may throw the ball a little more. That just what kind of you know floored me a little bit last week. I, I joked. I said we didn't try to establish the run. We tried to uh, to affirm it in every way. I mean we cemented it. I mean it was we're going to run, run, run. And some of that, of course, early on, Trey Lowe, uh after he got hit, you know, it was forced to run. But I think they they will still very much try to establish the run, and I think it, the opportunity tomorrow gives them. Um, that ability, but you have to throw the ball. You have to get Trey Lowe reading uh, progressions better. You got to give him confidence. He's got to have, and, and I, th- I think Heath Hinton said this earlier in the week. At the same time, by, by throwing the ball, we can't have Trey Lowe throwing the ball 30 or 35 times a game. He threw 29 times last week. How many? Uh, you know, passes were thrown uh, or called that he, you know, eventually ran out of. So I think expect to see a heavy dose of Gore Jr. tomorrow and see some of those other guys like Mayberry. You got to give him a little more confidence after fumbling the ball. But I think Richard may get several carries tomorrow, too. And I would like to see the tight ends implemented more. Uh, we saw where, you know, last night the old, uh, the old quarterback there at Tampa Bay kept throwing to that old tight end. Uh, that he used to throw to up on the the team uh, north of the Mason Dixon line. Let me, let me stop you line. just a second there. That would be the goat Tom Brady throwing to uh, Gronk. Um, okay, there was uh, <laughs> offensive pass interference. Oh, thank at you. The stop. Thank the you. Most obvious. Oh, stop. Call Both of you in stop. the history. You guys world. are so sour. Is, y'all, y'all are so pathetic. Isn't about, that exactly what I that. said when I came to the studio yeah, I, 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 today? Who did he I say? You, and who guy, did I Bob? say you sounded like? Who did I say you sounded like when you said that? To Luke, me? he said I sounded like you. There you go. There you go. It's because we're objective individuals. Oh, we watch things and oh, comment on them. Oh, Joe Burrow doesn't get that call. I, I mean, here, here's here's what's so amazing to me that Bob Getty has now, ever since. Um, Tom Brady has left New England. The man is in love with Tom Brady. I mean, this was not the case uh, I, two years ago. I, I think, but in the last 365 days, the swoon effect has taken over. As I our, told our you last fan. night, Kelly Sander, how can, if you're a football fan, how can you not enjoy watching him play football? I don't know, but I do a pretty good job of it. I look, and, and there's a difference. There's a difference between respect and enjoyment. I respect him, but I don't like him. And, I mean, let, I didn't say anything <laughs> negative about Brady, Bob. All I mentioned was that Chris Godwin shoved uh, off a receiver on a comeback route that set up the game-winning field goal, which is clear for anybody to see. Now, let me just say, Brady got them in the position for that to happen. That was an amazing final drive. Right. And you got to be honest, I've warmed up to Brady in the last two years, too. Now you're better than Kelly. Kelly's a man. Kelly's well, like I a, do not like Kelly's him. like a jilted lover. He's just angry. I do not like him in the rain. I do not like him on a train. I do not like him here or there. I do not like him anywhere. <laughs> and you can quote me on that. Don't, ask, don't ask me why I let him back in the <laughs> studio. I'm violating all kinds of company policies and stuff. But this is what I got to hear. Hey, I can't wait for us to be able to talk to Adam Doliak because you know he's had he's you talk about a tough week getting ready. For this well, he has all of his uh, equipment, just thousands of dollars of equipment ripped off. And, yeah. and now, and now we hear from you know the people the the people that follow all these celebrities that the insurance company uh, is not even going to pay 
for the theft yeah. of about $100,000 worth of Adam Dolly Axe equipment. trust insurance salesmen, Oh, Kelly. these insurance people. What are you going to do? Hey, hey, real quick, uh, while we've got a couple of minutes left of the segment, Luke, we were we were scheduled to have Brad Smith on the phone, but we've just not been able to reach him. Have you got a rundown uh, quickly of all the activities that are taking place on campus tomorrow? That's what, that's what Brad was going to talk to us about. Yeah, get Kelly um, to quote some more Dr. Seuss and take the credit for it while I pull this up for you. <laughs> no, I Go ahead. Have you got another one, Kelly? You want to get it a little more bitterness about being a Bengal fan? Oh, let's see. I do not like green eggs and ham. I do not I don't, something that This is up. really – this is a suppressed problem that you have being a Cincinnati fan. I'm it? just telling you that no other quarterback in the league gets that non-call. But because it's Tom Brady, oh, we can't throw a flag on you Tom know. Brady wasn't involved in the play. He just threw the pass. No, but it was his receiver. And we don't uh, want Tom to get mad, oh, oh, you know. Hell, Tom would, would get you mad. Really, you don't really believe that, do you? Yes, I do. You don't really I believe think the that, NFL, I've told you this. I think the NFL has its sweethearts that they're, they're always going to get the breaks. The Pittsburgh Steelers are another one. Pittsburgh Steelers always seem to have things go their way. You know, what, sh- what shocked me is I've always thought that Dallas – was kind of on their their list too, but the Cowboys aren't getting calls well, anymore. Well, speaking of quarterbacks, you got to give Dak Prescott yeah. his due. Yeah. Man, he played some football last. Yeah, time. he played well. He Baller. looked really, really He's good. He's back. Yeah. All right, Kelly has bought me time. So here's what happens yeah. tomorrow: the Spirit Park Live, 1 p.m. Spirit Park opens. Junior Eagle Funland opens, and they're going to have food trucks. Now, if you know where. Where Spirit Park is, it's the it's right behind the Thad Cochran Center, um, you know, on the same same side of the Cochran Center as the practice field. Of course, the new amphitheater there. So 1 p.m. Spirit Park opens. Junior Eagle Funland opens. Food trucks open. 3 p.m. Our man Adam Doliak is going to be playing. 4 p.m. Eagle Walk, of course, everyone knows where that is. And then at 4.30, something pretty cool, the Pride of Mississippi is going to perform at Spirit Park. So after Eagle Hour, the Pride will make their way down. Go to So you've got Doliak at 3, the Pride at 4.30, and then, of course, at 5.30, Spirit Park closes, and uh, the Rock uh, will – obviously, you can get the Rock before then, but that's when uh, the Pride will make their way to the Rock, and uh, we shall – then beateth grambling. So that's going to be a exciting day we tomorrow. Hope, Starts at 1 o'clock. <laughs> yeah, we will. It'll happen. Yeah, you had me but, quote. Yeah, Don- pretty cool. I, I like the idea of the, the concert at 430, the Pride of Mississippi and Spirit Park. Yeah. That's a really cool cool place, yeah. and it may be a, become a cool game day tradition. He had me quoting Dr. Seuss, and I guess he was quoting Shakespeare with, yes, we, we shall beateth. We hopeth. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Adam Doliak himself uh, scheduled to come on the Eagle Hour here in a few minutes. So just stick with us. Other side of the break, I hope to have Adam on the show, Al Holder later, and uh, some great things to think about regarding Southern Miss football. We'll talk about that second half of the show. To the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Hey, welcome back. Friday edition of the Eagle Hour. The full gang's here from the First Bank Studios in Laurel and Hattiesburg this afternoon. This segment sponsored by Campus Bookmark and CampusBookmark.net. A great place to buy some swag before the game tomorrow night. They'll be open on Saturday. Guarantee you that. 
told Miss Kathleen that the Eagle Hour sends their best. All right, uh, first home game of the football season tomorrow afternoon, and the pregame activities are going to be really special because a former great Golden Eagle baseball player and now a country music star, Adam Doliak, is going to be performing. And uh, we've got him with us now on the phone. And, Adam, welcome back to the Eagle Hour, and thanks for coming on, man. Hey, yeah, no problem, man. Thank you guys for having me. Uh, first of all, I, I can't have you back on the show without telling you how much we miss you on the baseball diamond. Uh, you're a great, great player for the Golden Eagles. But congratulations on all your success uh, in your music career. Thank you very much, man. I I, uh, I still miss those days sometimes, too. And, and luckily, I've been able to uh, kind of weave my, my former baseball world into my music career now and, and Every, I'd say every couple months I get the opportunity to still hit some bat in practice. So that makes sense. Is that right? So you still pick yeah. the bat up, huh? Well, good for you. Oh, yeah, I can still hit the ball, too, believe it or not. <laughs> I have no doubt, man. I have no <laughs> doubt about that. You know, Adam, uh, I spent a good many years in the country music radio business, and I, I got a pretty good taste of, of how challenging and difficult that is, uh, you know, to, to, to make your mark in country music. If you can, kind of capsule for us what your experience has been like, and is it is it as hard as, as what you always hear? I, I would just start off by saying it's ten times harder than what you hear. Um, it is, you know, it's just like I've always, obviously, comparing baseball and music in those two worlds, and they're, they're both very minor league-esque. You know, you look at the percentage of people that, that make it, to actually be a major league baseball player for a career, I think it's somewhere like you know under one percent. I think it's somewhere you know similar to that in the music world. It is, it is very very difficult. It is always very political. It, it's very right place, right time, and, and not to mention how hard it is. It's always mixed in with a lot of luck. You gotta have you gotta have a little luck in there, just to just to make it. So, luckily, I am you know it's just kind of in my framework to I kind of crave the stuff that's nearly impossible. You know, I only played baseball for one year before coming to play at Southern Miss, so that was that was a kind of a last-minute thing for me. I was always the kid that you know maybe wasn't supposed to succeed, and that kind of is what drove me to succeed. And that's kind of the same way that I that I take on things in the music world. And and uh, it's it is a challenge. I always tell this to people. I say, listen, if you don't like the word no about fifteen times a day, <laughs> then you should probably go do something else because it it Correct. knows. Correct. If you don't get excited by no, is what I should say. If you don't get excited by that word, probably go somewhere else. <laughs> and a lot of the greatest musicians in the world are right there in Nashville, are they not? They are. There's a lot of talented people. You know, you whatever given restaurant you're sitting at, whatever night it is in Nashville, that that waiter or waitress is probably a a very very good singer or player of some sort. You know. Yeah. All right, now, Adam, before we preview tomorrow's uh, effort, I've got a song that I wrote that I want you to take a look at, maybe record. It's called, If You Still Think You're Number One, You're Full of Number Two. (laughs) Nice. I see what you did there. Yeah, okay. Nice hook. Okay. But, hey, let's, let's, and a lot of people from the Hattiesburg area probably know what happened to the band this week, but, but let people don't know, or let people that don't know, know what happened to the band this week. Yeah, we have, uh, you know, it goes back to what you were just saying of how much hard work and time and effort has been put into us being able to have the success that we've had and the show that we're able to put on. And uh, we, we've put, you know, two years' worth of, of uh, effort into this live show. Um, and, you know, we're out with the Zach Brown Band right now, which is the biggest tour we've been on to date. And uh, our trailer, our trailer with all of our musical equipment and everything we need to put on that show was stolen from us uh 
Tuesday morning of this week, very early, about 4 a.m., um, and, and unfortunately we still haven't been able to uh, recover that. We are getting closer. We have ID'd the suspects, and, and we're, we're, we're hopefully getting really close to, if nothing else, putting this guy behind bars, and hopefully we'll find our stuff as well. But, um, yeah, man, two years of, of my band and crew's effort and, and, you know, blood, sweat, and tears was stolen from us, and, and we are trying to regroup. We actually, um, you know, we're doing everything we can to to make it down to Hattiesburg tomorrow. We're actually still not sure just if it's even going to be possible, but we are uh, we are going to do our best to make it, and, and I know everybody will understand if we don't. And, but, you know, there was over $100,000 $100, in gear stolen from us this week, so... We are we are scrambling and, and doing our best to get back on our feet right now as we speak. Well, you you mentioned a, a blood, sweat, and tears. That was a great band from back in the back in the '60s. You'll have to Google them, Adam, like you like you kids do these days. Yeah, I don't know that I, I don't know that I know that band. Oh boy, uh, I'll check them out. Check yeah. them out, Adam. Check All right, but out. but now in the meantime, uh, the Hattiesburg area Southern Miss fans are are getting behind because the insurance company, and I would love to name the insurance company, but I know you won't. But the insurance company is not going to pay for this theft, correct? What, what was the reason? Yeah, yeah. There's a, we, we, this is all this is all very brand new news to us as of literally about an hour or two ago. So I, I won't name any names. Sure. I don't I don't know enough to go into bashing people. But basically, we, we've learned uh, they're only going to cover I don't know probably twenty percent of it or so. I think the number is around thirty thousand dollars. So, like I said, there was over a hundred thousand dollars stolen. So. You're looking at you know 30th percent that they're going to cover, and the rest we're kind of we're kind of on our ass about. So we're we're trying to figure out a way whether it's you know maybe have a maybe have a a fundraiser concert down in Hattiesburg in the hometown. I know I, so many people have reached out trying to help, and which has been so kind of everybody, both in both in Mississippi and, and also in Nashville. So whether it's a, a GoFundMe or whether it's a concert to raise some money, we're going to have to figure out some way uh, somehow to, to do it. Obviously, so. You know, just just uh, a bad situation getting a little bit worse, unfortunately. But we will, uh, like I said, we've had a lot of support, and I'm sure we'll find a way to find a way to get through it. Well, I feel I feel certain they'll take a check from Uncle Bull. <laughs> Uncle Bull, <laughs> Uncle Bull may have to be enlisted. Yeah, <laughs> Adam, when will you know if you're going to be able to perform tomorrow? It is. It's going to be a later today decision. We are just a, a glimpse into our world right now. You know, the, the time and effort it takes to to put these shows together is something that people never really see, but we are piecing it all together. I'm outside the rehearsal space right now and, and, and we're trying to see if it's even feasible by the end of the day. So we'll have a better idea this afternoon, probably four or five o'clock. If that's going to be something we can pull off. Good. Um, but it's, it's a, it's a minute to minute situation right now. All right, Luke, get in here. We've got three minutes left with Adam. Adam, um, man, I hope we can pull that off. Southern Miss fans looking forward to it. I know that uh, it, if it doesn't happen that, that we'll see you eventually. But, man, this summer again for really the second summer in a row with the College World Series going on uh, multiple times, your song, Key to the City, it puts up and, you know, they, they talk about it. They show some highlights from you. Man, how special is that, that you now as a musician intertwined with uh, the greatest, uh, you know, college baseball event in the world? It's been a really, really cool thing, man. It's, uh, you know, my, my two worlds and, and both worlds that I really love were, were the baseball Southern Miss days and, and the College World Series days and now now in Nashville having success in the music world. And, um, you know, a lot of those people, they didn't really intertwine. And more people than I realized didn't really know about my days back in baseball. And, and you know, it took a long time for me to go from Adam Doliak baseball player to Adam Doliak singer in, in Nashville. 
And it, it just really, it, it's been so special that, that ESPN, you know, we didn't try to make this happen. ESPN just reached out and, and asked me to write that song for the College World Series. And it's, it's just been a really cool tie-in to, you know, my world now and my world then and kind of connecting those things. And everybody can see where I came from and where I've ended up. And, you know, I, I still love, I was at Wrigley on Sunday at a game. I, I still love baseball very, very much and, and go any chance I get. So as, as much as I can tie those two worlds together is always going to be a really special thing special thing for me so i'm really you know, happy it's uh, happened can't let you go without asking you you know it, it, you've been out a decade man i've been out of football now 15 years we're, we're getting older but man you look at what scott barry's done just signed a new contract of course you were there uh, with coach palmer's uh, last season and i know man just watching from the outside uh, you've been just uh uh thankfully have seen how how strong southern miss baseball has become nationally and just knowing you were a part of laying that foundation i know that means a lot it means a ton it, it means so much to be a part of that that team that we were that, that somehow made it all the way to the college world series i always tell people i'm like i tell i'll tell people that story of coach palmer announcing his retirement at the end of the year halfway through our worst season our worst regular season and then i don't think we lost again until the college world series i, I talk about that all the time and i think it could have been a movie the way that worked out I mean, Coach Palmer had us eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, and that was it in the middle of the season, you know. So we were <laughs> we were all, we were getting punished, and all of a sudden something clicked. But man, that was a special thing, and it's all, it's cool, you know. Every time I'm home, I go back, and uh, you know, Coach Barry still leaves the key in the same spot, so I can just go hit that in practice whenever I'm. I don't know if he I don't know if he knows that, but he hadn't switched it yet. So I go down there and and uh, and see all the you know the new weight room and the turf field and just how nice everything is and. Uh, I'm happy for those boys, and I'm happy to have been a part of, of building that that program. That's that's now it, it, it was then, but now is still such a great program for, for these young kids coming up. Hey, Adam, you remain a great ambassador for Southern Miss and for our proud baseball program. You got a lot of people down here that love you. Uh, look forward to having you back. We hope it's tomorrow. If you can't come back tomorrow, uh, think about putting on that benefit concert down here, and we'll all be more than happy to support you. We appreciate your time, my man, and. Uh, want to thank you for coming back on the Eagle Hour. All right. Thank you guys for having me, man. And thank you so much for the support, as always. I'll see you guys soon. All right. Adam Doleak, everybody. What a what a terrible. <laughs> what do you say about thieves, Kelly Sander? Well, maybe we can, yeah, whatever we can do to help them Absolutely. raise that money, count us in. Absolutely. We'll be Sander, back. Sander just, Sander just sold the Cambridge house. Just yeah, sold it. Yeah. Southern Miss to the top. Hey, we want to thank Adam Doliak for joining us. Uh, you heard the news. Adam may not be performing before the football game tomorrow due to the theft of all his band's equipment. I uh, should know something later this afternoon. I'm sure that Southern Miss will uh, put that out on their social media. Uh, we hope he can get here. We wish him the best, and we want to thank uh, Adam for his return visit to the Eagle Hour. This segment is sponsored by 4th Street Bar and Grill, and this the place to be tomorrow night if you're not going to be at the Rock. I guarantee you the game will be on their TV, and uh, they're going to have good food down there, cold beer. Uh, you can shoot a little pool, throw some darts, watch the Golden Eagles. Sounds like a pretty good time to me. Uh, so if you can't make it to the football game, the second best choice would be to watch the game from 4th Street Bar and Grill. 
Al Holder joins uh, the crew here today. Al sent me an article uh, early this morning written by a, an Internet writer by the name of Zach Miller. And uh, I'm going to read this headline to you under the, the picture that came uh, in the email that I got. Southern Miss and Marshall could be strong candidates to join the AAC. Al Holder, at least be us the ones to start these crazy rumors because this is almost like telling kids they may not have to go to school tomorrow because there's snow in the forecast. But you you sent me the article, and, and I read through the article. Uh, they did do a pretty in-depth analysis of uh, all of the teams that would be eligible, uh, you know, potentially to go to the American Athletic Conference uh, so when you got through, uh, what degree of optimism that you have that, that Southern Miss may actually be on that radar? The uh, it, it what it just uh, kind of amazed me was this is uh, somebody that did the research. Uh, he looked at uh, home attendance from College Football News, market size, valuations, social media following, uh, and wins, and these were all calculated by different sources of uh, reliable sources and uh then he ranked the most uh valuable expansion options from 49 football programs uh every team in the aac mountain west conference usa sun belts plus independence umass liberty uh yukon and new mexico state and southern miss was number six after uh five teams in the aac Right. And uh, and was way ahead of SMU and Tulsa, and uh, I, I just I was kind of uh, amazed at it. The uh, he he's, he seems to think that Southern Miss and Marshall bring the most uh, to the to the AAC if they should be invited. All right, Luke. I know you just read this article. We got this information to you before we went on the air. Your thoughts now that you've had a chance to look it over. One thing, kind of an outlier, if you just take the straight numbers, UAB actually, if you if you kind of plug them in with an average win total from the two years they were out, they kind of fall in the top four. So, you know, I, I think UAB deserves to be up there. Uh, but here's the deal. I mean, objectively speaking, it is extremely hard for Southern Miss uh, to, to get into the American. I mean, the, the reason being is, the, the media market in Hattiesburg, and, and that's where that's why we got passed up before. And you look at all the American teams, they were all in Conference USA, and they were all in big media markets my senior year when Conference USA got reshuffled in the Central Floridas and the SMUs, and those guys came in. They were picked because of that. Conference USA struck out this last time because they tried to replace the same way, and these teams just really haven't you know developed them like they should. I think probably Marshall is uh, they're the, one of the best teams in football. Uh, they struggle with with Southern Miss also with the media market. Um, what I've been hearing from from other uh, American sources is that the American may go after Army. They're more of a national brand. And what would be really insulting is the kind of the, the other name that's thrown around as they would bring Navy in on all sports is Georgia State because of Atlanta. So uh, you're looking at a possibility where the American they won't expand, I don't think, simply because they don't want to, you know, cut the TV revenue more. They're getting six to eight million dollars, I think, a school or something like that. But what would be, you know, insulting is if Georgia State were to get in, Marshall, UAB, Southern Miss, maybe a few more schools wouldn't even get a look. Uh, Kelly, I want to ask you this question, and I hear what Luke's saying and what Al's saying about the media markets, and I get that, and we've always heard that. 
But that landscape has changed, Kelly Santer. There was a time that you had to be in a big market to get on TV. I could sit in my living room and watch every single Southern Miss football game on an ESPN platform this year. So I just wonder, has the media market thing we hear so much about, has that not changed a tad? Not in the Hattiesburg area. It hasn't. The Nielsen, the Nielsen Company, which is the rating service, puts every television market you know, based on size. And the Hattiesburg Laurel Market, which is outside Gulfport Biloxi's market, by the way, Laurel Hattiesburg has its own market. And of the 300 and some, I think there's about 330 different markets, the Laurel Hattiesburg market is in the high 280s, maybe. So there aren't very many TV markets even smaller than that. But the other thing that you have to take into this consideration, by the way, I'm glad that Al is with us. I didn't know they had internet there at Shady Acres, uh, <laughs> where, where Al lives. But, uh, but at any rate. We'll, we'll slap him for you, Al, as soon as the show's over. <laughs> they, have, they have pottery classes, Kelly. Yeah, That's we got to get him off the air by 2 o'clock. Because yeah, exercise with Evelyn starts at 3 this afternoon. But, but at any rate, um, UTEP now, there's word that UTEP, may be having a discussion with the Mountain West, all right, which geographically would make a lot more sense for UTEP to be going to, you know, the New Mexicos and some of the schools in the Mountain West rather than going to Roanoke and, you know, Huntington, West Virginia. So if you lose UTEP going to the Mountain West, and even if Southern Miss and and UAB don't go or Marshall don't go. You know, the, what's going to become of, of right. Conference USA? You know, Al, I know you're a big uh, you're a big believer in the value of a, of a winning basketball program, and uh, you know that could help Southern Miss a lot in the future if uh, the current staff could get the basketball program back up, running, and, and maybe back in the NCAA tournament or, or becoming a a regular participant in the NCAA tournament. You're a big believer basketball could help the athletic program immensely. No question. The, uh, I'm still convinced that that's how Louisville ended up in the uh, ACC, was basketball. It, it, it's, a, uh, it, it's, it's a powerful money driver that doesn't eat up a lot of money uh, with 13 scholarships. And so it's, uh, it's just a, a, I've always thought that. You know, the, the only thing that in this article that we're talking about here uh, that, that intrigued me was the relationships or the, the rivalries, renewed rivalries with Memphis, Tulane, East Carolina. Right. They but, did point that out, yes. Yeah, yeah. And, but I, I, I still think a regional conference is uh, is our best ticket. I mean, you know, when, when you look at Louisiana, Tennessee, Arkansas, Alabama, Mississippi, and just get, gather up some teams from uh, those, because you can travel back and forth, it cuts on expenses for all your teams, including your your uh, your summer uh, games, baseball, track and field, and, and so it's just a. Uh, I think that's a win-win, but uh, I, I don't know how much money can come out of uh, out of this. But you you mentioned streaming. Streaming right now, there are more people doing streaming every day, every day than there are uh, going out. And, well, and I completely agree with that. Yeah. You are familiar yeah. with what he's talking yeah. about, right, Kelly? Computers. Yeah. Yeah. You know about computers? Wait a minute. You you were talking about Al. Yeah, yeah, he knows yeah, more yeah. about computers than you. Yeah, that's oh. a scary thought, isn't it, Kelly? It is. Yeah. <laughs> hey, at the I, home, I we think... actually, I can actually cast from my phone to my big screen TV and watch Southern Miss football. Did you hear that? You mean, Al, you don't have to get up out of the chair and change channels? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Look, <laughs> says the man who had a flip here, phone six months ago, Al. <laughs> yeah. Here, here he is. Here is, I think, what will probably happen. Okay, I, I, I really think there's a good chance that Georgia State is going to go. If they go, that makes nine in the Sun Belt. And if there's nine in the Sun Belt, the Sun Belt came out yesterday. I think Brett McMurphy said it. They may expand to twelve. Best case scenario, UAB, Southern Miss. I don't know if Louisiana Tech would get in. I don't know if they necessarily want to be, you know, down the road from Monroe in the same conference. But if you were to expand the Sun Belt to 12 and you put Southern Miss, UAB in there, UTEP goes to the Mountain West, UTSA goes to the Mountain West, who knows what happens to Marshall? They may slide back in the MAC. But I think it's going to be Conference USA that blows up as a result of the secondary, you know, realignments. I agree with that. And, and that's unfortunate if that yeah, were to happen. But I agree with that. Yeah, I do too. Conference USA is too big. It's it's too spread out. I mean, there's no yeah. way to sustain it continually with realignment. And yeah. its leadership is lacking for sure. That's for that's a hundred percent for sure. Yeah, you're saying Judy. You're saying Judy is not a is not a conference leader. Al, is that what I'm hearing you say? Actually, I said leadership. So I'm, I'm... <laughs> plural. Yes, plural. All right, Al. We got 25 seconds left. Here's your chance to get revenge on Santa. You got anything you want to? Got anything you want to say to him while he's sitting here? And, and Al, I got to tell you, you're talking about poor leadership. General MacArthur isn't around anymore. So. <laughs> Oh God, that's funny. Al, well, I just uh, I, I just want Kelly to know that uh, the applesauce that they're serving over at Fourth Street today, yes, is is mountain grown, so it's the best. It's good stuff, Kelly. Did you hear that? You I have did. some of that with your Budweiser, and they're, later and they're having some at Shady Acres today too. Yeah, I'm sure. I, I have seen it, I have seen him eat key lime pie and drink Budweiser at the same time. So <laughs> I, I could see him drinking a Bud and a bowl of applesauce. Breakfast no of champions, buddy. All right, I, used now. Have a, I used to have a buddy of mine that ate baby root candy bars and drank beer. Try that, Kelly. Oh, Kelly's writing that down, Al. Yeah, yeah, just All right, thank you, buddy. Al Holder, everybody. The Brandon Flash. <laughs> we'll be back. Tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Final segment of the week brought to you by D-Bat and D-1 Training on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. Place to get in great shape. Place to get great instruction. D-BatHattiesburg.com. Women's volleyball on the road in Jackson, Alabama for the Jacksonville State Invitational. Taking on South Alabama right now. Lady Eagles dropped the first set, but uh, we'll take on the Lady Jags the rest of uh, the afternoon. Take on Nichols tomorrow and then Jacksonville State tomorrow night. Women's soccer on the road in Starkville tonight against the Lady Bulldogs of Mississippi State. Coach Moe's ladies. Two-game winning streak, looking to improve to 5-2 and two on the year. And then men's golf kicks off the season. They are in Louisiana for a tournament sponsored by Louisiana Tech at the Jim Rivers Intercollegiate at Squire Creek Country Club. They uh, head out, I guess, today, practice round tomorrow, and starts on Sunday. 
Luke Johnson, Bob Getty, Kelly Sander from the First Bank Studios in Hattiesburg, and Laurel. Time for picks, and we will recap. Last week we had a guest picker, Gary Grubbs, and he beat us. Uh, Gary, we picked 13 games. Gary went 11 and 2. Bob, Kelly, and me all went 10 and 3. So this week we're going to shorten it a little bit. Uh, a few games we don't need to pick in Conference USA, but 10 picks. The games we are not picking. We are not picking Middle Tennessee at Virginia Tech. We are not picking Gardner-Webb at Charlotte, Lamar at UTSA, North Carolina Central at Marshall and Southeast Louisiana at uh, Louisiana Tech and Hampton at Old Dominion. No need to pick those. But we shall start here, guys. Tonight on the Smurf turf in Boise, Idaho, UTEP 2-0. and Takes on Boise State, who dropped a classic to Central Florida. Kelly. Boise, big. Yeah, Boise should not be allowed to have that blue field. You should have to play on a green field. Uh, Boise wins. I'm going uh, with the Smurf turf ends also. All right, tomorrow, that's on tonight, by the way. That's on FS1. Tomorrow, starting at 10.30 a.m. Central, up at West Point, Western Kentucky, at Army, Kelly. Mm. Army rolls over the Hilltoppers. I like the cadets myself, Kelly. I'm going to stay in the conference. I'm going Western Kentucky. If they beat Army tomorrow, Conference USA, especially the East, uh, needs to uh, to watch out for Western Kentucky. Army's coached by a guy named Munkin, though. Army's so, tough, buddy. Yeah. Tough. Yeah. Go ahead. UAB at Georgia. The question is, I know who we're all going to pick, but the question is, and I guess the comment I'm wanting, how will UAB fare against Georgia? At least what will they look like? They don't care. The check for $2 million will dry. <laughs> they'll oh, put it in the God. bank. Um, they'll, they'll, they'll maybe stay within 30. Yeah. Todd Munkin will have a good offensive day, and uh, UAB will have a good day at the bank account. Here we go next, Georgia Southern at FAU. That's in Boca Raton. Owls are a seven-point favorite. Kelly? I like I like the Eagles of Georgia Southern. Their big phrase over there is GATA, G-A-T-A, which, which stands for get after that. Mm-hmm. So I like Georgia Southern. You know, they're, they're one of those kind of almost like a Southern Miss-type program they was are. years ago. They're just tenacious and blue-collar, and I kind of like them myself, Kelly. Okay, good. Going FAU um, in Boca, so uh, see what the Owls do. All right, later on, uh, 5.30 at Rice Stadium in Houston. Houston makes the cross-county trip. The Cougs take on the Rice Owls at home. Kelly. Boy, that is that is a tough one because I just didn't think Rice would do what they did against Arkansas last week. Uh, I'm still, Before you pick Houston, an eight-point favorite. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I'm still not not quite a believer. I'll take I'll take the Houston Cougars. Yeah, I think it'll be a competitive game. I think Rice is a much improved team, but I'm going to have got to hate to side like I'm imitating Kelly Sander, but Houston wins. I'm going for bust this week. I'm taking the Owls at home, and that will bode bad for Conference USA West, but I'm going to go Rice. All right, speed it up a little bit. Texas State at FIU. FIU two-point favorite. Kelly. FIU. FIU. I'll go with the Panthers at home as well. North Texas in Dallas against SMU. Not a big believer in North Texas either, even though they were a big winner last week. I'll take the Mustangs. I agree. SMU. All right, let's move to the NFL. Vikings at the Bengals. Vikings. I don't care what the spread is. Vikings, big. 
Oh, oh you just love it, Bob. You just love to make fun uh, of my Bengals. I'm just going to laugh. Go ahead, Luke. <laughs> I think you know who he's picking by the fact that you yeah, brought that game up. All right, up. Chargers at a football team that plays in Washington. Chargers at Washington? Yeah. Yes. I'll take Washington. I like Washington, too. They can play defense. Yeah. There is Fitz magic in I'll here. I'll take Washington. Yeah. Wow. I'll take Washington. Wow. I Packers at the Saints in Jacksonville. Who dat, baby? Who dat say going to beat them Saints? Uh, if it had been in the Dome, I would say who dat, but I don't know. Aaron Rodgers pretty good. I like the pack on a neutral field. I think that's the only game you and I differ on. So. Yeah. I'm going Saints. Uh, Grambling at Southern Miss. Again, I, we all know who we're picking in this one. What do the Eagles have to do, Kelly and Bob, as we sign off here? I think Southern will win by 20 points. Don't panic. Don't panic. They're capable. 20-point win for Southern Miss. 31-7, 31-14. I could see a score like that. The Golden Eagles finally get on the get on the right track at the Will Hall era. Just get a little confidence. That's it. Right. All right, that wraps it up. Want to thank Adam Doliak. Special visit from him. Also, Al Holder. He's such a great sport. Uh, and uh, we thank you most of all for listening. We'll all be back uh, Monday at 1 o'clock. Got a great show for you. Uh, three guests for you Monday. Hope you'll join us then. Until then, Southern Miss. To the top. To the top. I want to fly like an eagle to the sea. I fly like an eagle. Let my spirit carry me. I want to fly like an eagle till I'm free. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.